This is One-on-One's NFL Friday, bringing your weekly Jets, Giants, and NFL talk from WFUV Sports. With top guests, weekly fantasy advice, and opinionated analysis, this is One-on-One's NFL Friday. Hello and welcome to another edition of NFL Friday. I'm Christian O'Hara alongside Corey Miller, a week nine edition of NFL Friday here at WFUV Sports. Corey, how you doing today? Great. You know, Friday afternoon, ready for the weekend. We got a big game. Fordham football needs to jump back tomorrow. But hey, NFL's doing well. Last night wasn't the most entertaining game, but we got to see Johnny football, which always makes me smile. Right. Not by any stretch. Most of the Thursday night games, to be honest with you, Corey, have been kind of laughers if you will you know one-sided affairs got a couple good games in there um but you know not too many games that are worth talking about so let's just dive right in you talked about Johnny football you know we saw him in action last night due to McCown's injury I'm just going to read off his stat line real quick 15 to 33 168 yards and a touchdown he engineered a good touchdown drive before the end of the first half there to uh kind of you know get Cleveland in a position at least at halftime where it looked like okay maybe they can compete with the Bengals on the road I think we all knew that that wasn't going to happen. Corey, what are your thoughts on Manziel's performance last night? Yeah, I mean, he started fast, looked good. I mean, it, it's it's a work in progress. Like I've said before, I, there's no reason Johnny Manziel should not be the starting quarterback of this football team. What is Luke McCown going to get you? Is it Josh McCown or Josh? One of the yeah, one of the McCown brothers. Uh, I think it's Josh McCown, but... What is he going to get you in the future? Nothing. I mean, if you're you might as well, if you don't believe in Johnny Manziel for the future, at least try it and... See, because if he fails, okay, whatever, you're already bad enough, go draft a quarterback. If he doesn't fail, then, hey, you got this young quarterback who could potentially be a stud. I, I mean, he's not going to be anything crazy. Right. It's not something you're going to, like, you know, you gush over, but he's a solid quarterback, and he's played decent. Obviously, second half was a different story, but, hey, Andy Dalton's clicking on all cylinders. Really look, especially with uh, the tight end, Tyler Eifert, for, out of Notre Dame. They've been uh, killing it together. They, they have just been absolutely... Uh, wreaking havoc on the defenses, and, and you see A.J. Green's numbers maybe dip a bit, but right. he's the reason the other wide receivers uh, like Marvin Jones and, and Sanu are open, and then, of course, you have Eifert. So the, the dynamic offense that is the that the Bengals do have right now is is pretty dangerous, though. How how far do you think they go into this season undefeated, Christian? It's going to be fun. That's that's a good question, Corey. You know, the, the CBS put up, or NFL Network now, put up a graphic last night of the Bengals' schedule. You know, they have some tough games coming up. I know Arizona's they, a tough yeah, game. I was literally just going to say that Arizona's Sorry. a tough game. Yeah. No, no, it's it, it's cool. Um, Arizona's a tough game. Um, I think they'll probably trip up there. Um, that, listen, they're not going undefeated. Well, listen, if they, if they beat Arizona, then the next game you would look, to, look at would be probably Denver. Denver, I think they have to play Pittsburgh again. Yeah, that's a tough um, one. But. So, look, they're, they're not going to go through the season undefeated. But, you know, look, the Bengals have done this to us before in the past. Not undefeated, not 8-0. Look, this is a different Bengals team. But they make noise in the regular season. They've been to yeah. the playoffs consecutive years in a row now. And, and we all know Marvin Lewis is a good coach. What we need to find out from Andy Dalton is can you win when it matters? Can you win in January in, 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 in an environment, quite honestly, that you know is not conducive to Paul Brown Stadium at home? Of course, they're going to get a home playoff game here, at least one, because of their so. good record. But I think New England and Denver will finish ahead of them. Can Andy Dalton go into Foxborough? Can Andy Dalton go to Mile High? And, you know, hang with a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning. Me, personally, I don't see it, but it remains to be seen. And oh, I look, think he can hang out hang out with Peyton now. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, look. I, but maybe uh, not with Peyton's defense. Defense, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's another question that we're going to have to answer here. I don't think that Andy Dalton would go into Denver and beat that defense. But if he does, then we got to start talking about, okay, 
what has you know Andy Dalton shown you over these past few years to you know warrant is he an elite quarterback? Does he deserve that hundred million dollar extension that he got um, you know last year? So these are the questions that we're going to have to deal with with Cincinnati going forward. Cleveland's not going anywhere as we mentioned, but I think you're right, Corey. I think Manziel needs an opportunity at least going forward, even when McCown is healthy. You got to find out if this guy is 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 this franchise quarterback. Personally, I don't believe he's the answer for Cleveland, but I think that if he can reach his ceiling, and, and my ceiling for him is an average quarterback, then you got to build around him. Because right now, look, they have Joe Thomas, they have Alex Mack, they were shopping them at the deadline, but you need better skill guys. Benjamin's a promising young player, but you need better guys around him to help him develop. And I just don't think Cleveland has that right now. Yeah, I, I, it's. They're they're a work in progress. Right. Cleveland's yeah. been struggling <laughs> for for years uh, now. Franchise for a while. Real quick before talking about Cleveland, I just want to mention you look at the the Bengals schedule yeah. thus far. Yeah. And truthfully, the only win that really stands out as as a good win would be the one in Seattle when they yeah, came back. The Seattle win. Even against Pittsburgh, they almost lost. It was a sixteen to ten game against a backup quarterback. So they really haven't had that many impressive wins. Right. Uh, back to Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, you look at this team. They they have a pretty good defense. Um. You know they have a very good cornerback in Hayden. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's a problem. I, I a lot of a lot of questions. The running back coming in was Jeremy Hill going to be the man? Was it going to be Bernard else? looked good last Bernard, night. He had, he had some spring, has played uh, well. Spring in a step. So it's interesting. But where where do they go? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't really see where the where the future of this this franchise is. They 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 don't really have much to look forward to. I, it's it's just bizarre. It, it just felt like this for a while with the Browns. I, I don't know why they just can't seem to. Turn that page. It's it's a struggle. You thought they had something with Hoyer. They were seven and seven there. They blow a game to Indianapolis and Andrew Luck. I believe it was last year, um, and then kind of the wheels fell off. They finished seven and nine. They turned to Manziel, um, and you know just things like you said, Corey, have not been going well uh, for them as of lately. I mean, they're also in a an incredibly challenging division. So I mean, oh yeah, that's absolutely. Another look, problem. look, perennially, you know, not this year, but perennially, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati are all fighting it out for that AFC North crown. And then whoever doesn't win that AFC North crown usually is fighting for a wild card spot. And so, like you said, Corey, they are not in a position where this is going to be a one- or two-year fix. It, fe- it feels like it's been this way for about 10 to 15 years. I mean, you name it, Probably every quarterback in there. Exactly. Um, you know, Tim Couch, Johnny Manziel, just you name it, Brady Quinn. Can I just say something, though? Like, yeah. why, why does everyone feel bad for Browns fans? I, 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 just, <laughs> I, I don't know why people feel bad for them. They have Ohio State. I guess it's yeah, a little different, it is, but come on. It is I, different. It, it, it's, it's, almost, it's almost as if... I just don't um, feel I don't have that much sympathy for them. They have one of the best college football teams in the country, if maybe they're one of the best ever nah, historically. I think that you look at the history of the franchise when you go from Jim Brown and Paul Brown to kind of where they are now. It's almost as if like if you were to take the Packers and Lombardi and Bart Starr and then relegate them to where Cleveland is now. I think that the history of that franchise, you know, merits some um, noteworthiness. But yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving moving on. Uh, listen, I'm I'm in agreement with you. I don't really care about the Browns either, but we got to talk about them um, here on NFL Friday. Let's move on to a little bit more general NFL. Another franchise that is struggling and that has been struggling. Although I do fa- feel like they found their quarterback of the future. It's early. He's gotten hurt. I do think Marcus Mariota will become that franchise quarterback that Tennessee needs. But their head coach is no longer Ken Wisenhunt. Wisenhunt had a three and twenty record in Tennessee. Corey, your thoughts on that? That team's not that good. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to tell you. Right. I mean, Ken Wisenhunt's a good coach. I, I agree really with that. I agree with uh, that. Enjoy 
watching him coach. I think he was a great coach. I mean, he took this uh, a Cardinals team that, quite frankly, wasn't that good. They had, Talent-wise, uh, you're right, uh, exactly. A quarterback who is really on his way out mm-hmm. at past his prime in Kurt Warner. Two very good wide receivers and a defense that wasn't mind-blowing, but, but he almost beat the Steelers in, in a Super Bowl. I think Ken Wisenhunt's a pretty solid coach, but where's the talent on this right. team? I agree they with have that. no, no defense. They have a quarterback. Yeah, I guess. I, I, You know I'm not sold on Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I just yeah, don't right, get right, sold right. on the running quarterback. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just the truth. And this team, I guess they have, I mean, Bishop Shanky, I guess, is optimistic. Delaney Walker. Him. Delaney Walker's good. He's on my Madam Ultimate team. He does a great job for me there. <laughs> but, uh, no, Christian, I don't know. It's Who do you turn to? This is this is the debate. Where do you turn to if you're Tennessee? It's time to get a big name. Right. So who do you look to? Who, who, who's the best option right now? Is it someone like a Bill Cowher? Is he ever going to come back? He wouldn't go to Cincinnati. Or, or, or do you look at the legend, uh, t- the legend that is happening down in Tuscaloosa? Is he, is he ready to come no, back no. to the NFL? I, saw, I mean, is there any better college coach right now than him? Harbaugh isn't leaving. You could, you could argue Meyer right now has had better success a little bit, at least recently. Um, no, but disagree. You, really? You think not, so? In the past five years, it's not even close. Well, no, in terms of his overall resume. Myers won at Florida. He's won at, and Saban's won at LSU. He's won at Alabama. Myers won at Florida. He's won at Ohio State. Um, but I look, think numbers. It's not close. But anyways, um, all right, right. But so yeah. yeah so anyway, the so they need a, They need to sign the, a big name. The um, they're not going to get a big name because they're the Tennessee Titans. Um, so when you take that into consideration, um, they're they're not going to, another franchise that's pretty much you know in the dumps there. Um, you know, a lot of it is surrounding guys with talent, and so you look at Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is in a bad situation in Jacksonville. Blake Bortles, I believe, is a good quarterback. I think that he's shown progression from his rookie year, where he, he you know, he was he led the league in turnovers, to this year. He he's cut back on those numbers dramatically. Um, but he doesn't have the guy. He's as Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, guys who are nice compliments to the offense. But nobody on Jacksonville's defense scares you, and you know you're just in a bad situation. And and honestly, some of these teams in the NFL will not be competitive because of the nature that they're in financially. Absolutely, but let me tell you a team that has incredibly amounts of talent around a player who isn't that good anymore. That's Denver. Christian, I looked at Denver this week. Yeah, but... No, no, this defense is good enough to take Peyton to his last Super Bowl. I I don't think Tom Brady's going anywhere, This defense is good. You're a Patriots fan. You think this Denver defense... I just said it's good enough to, yes, beat the Patriots. Interesting. It really is. Interesting. I I don't know if I agree with that. This is the craziest part. Look, they are good enough. right? Jacksonville. Yeah who got a quarterback, essentially, maybe, but just have no talent. This is the exact opposite with the, the, the Broncos. Mm-hmm. They have all this talent that they surrounded Peyton with, and he's just not good anymore. I, I mean, he was decent last weekend, but when it gets colder out, sayonara. I, this Denver team he's is old. literally— He's I, old. I, but this is why I'm, I'm like, wow, this defense is so good that maybe maybe Peyton Manning just has to play all right, and they could win a Super Bowl. Right. I, I agree with that. I think that you know the defense is definitely a top unit. In the National Football League, um, Peyton's old. Uh, you, we all see it. Um, but you know, if that game is in Foxborough, I don't see you know Denver winning that game. Um, I think a lot of it is due to the fact that, like you said, Corey Peyton's not good in cold weather. Um, so when you when you take those things into consideration, he you you're right. He's riding the coattails of his of his defense, but um, Peyton has guys around him on offense at least to make it seem like he's playing better than he is. Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Ronnie Hillman, C.J. Anderson. Anderson's not having a great year, but he's still a, a better viable option than guys like Mariota or Bortles have. So now I have a great topic. That, right. Now that we're discussing this this good quarterback surrounded by a good team, a bunch of reports have been kind of flying around that this is going to be Matt Stafford's last year mm-hmm. in Detroit. 
Now, if you're Matt Stafford, this mm-hmm. is just a fun little idea I had. If you're Matt Stafford and you're a free agent, not that he's going to be a free agent or anything, but he's going to probably have a good amount of choice of where he wants to end up. Maybe not. Maybe I could be wrong on that, but let's just say he did for, mm-hmm. for fun's sake. What team in the NFL would you want to go to? If you're a good quarterback like Matt Stafford and you could put a team that has a great foundation to the next level, what what team is that? Right the Jets. Now? The Jets could be one. The I would Jets. agree with that. I think um, Houston's a team you look at, but the Jets right. are better than Houston. Right. I think the Jets, they have Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker. You have a great defense, although they didn't play so great in Oakland. Um, but you have a great defense overall, talent-wise. Um, and, look, they do need a quarterback. If the Jets had a quarterback, they'd be competing with New England for that top spot in the division. If they had a guy like Stafford, not saying he's anywhere near Brady, but just based on pure roster, personnel. I mean, look. You, you what better, about Denver? Stafford to Denver? Uh, after, to Denver? You're talking about after Manning leaves, right? I mean, he would, you know. Presumably, Manning Minnesota? would still be there. Minnesota, but they got Bridgewater. They're invested in him. Um, Very right. So when when you got guys like that, I think. <sighs> I mean, Houston would love to Houston, see him. Houston would be a good they, destination. They talk about a team that's overrated. San Francisco needs a quarterback. Look, that yeah, defense that, is that, terrible. That but is but if you have Torrey Smith and Anquan Bolden working with you on offense, nah, the, that, that defense. That, that talk about a franchise that's in trouble right now. They're going to go ahead and go lose for Cardale. They're, tra- they're, tra- they're, they're trading everyone. Vernon Jed Davis York to, for you. to the Denver this week. That happens. Um, so, yeah. Saw that, right? But, yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, they, they, get, they keep getting better. Right. This Denver team. Right. I, um, they almost got um, Jake Long. Uh, you mean uh, Thomas. 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 Joe Thomas yeah, from yeah, Cleveland, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was very close. They said it was, it was a deadline deal. It just didn't happen. Um, you know, it was last minute. But when you take those things – and you look at him and, and, and you put them into perspective, I think that Stafford has uh, – you look, if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you're not going to win football games, bottom line. You don't have a franchise guy. It's just the way the league is set up. The league caters to quarterbacks, and for good reason, because if you don't have one, you're not going to win. And so, you know, a, a team that has also been struggling with their – not lack of quarterback, but their quarterback's injury is the Dallas Cowboys. And now, you know, they, they travel – no, they don't travel. They stay at home to play Philadelphia on Monday night. They signed, you know, a notable pass rusher in Greg Hardy in the offseason. Um, you know, new information came out today. New pictures, uh, you know, online came out, you know, of him physically abusing his girlfriend. And quite honestly, you know, I feel I'm sure the same as many people out there. Um, you you strike a woman, you don't deserve to be in the National Football League. Um, and somebody who also has echoed my sentiments um, is somebody by the name of Terry Bradshaw, four-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And here's what Terry Bradshaw had to say about this incident. Now, anybody, in my opinion, that lays a hand on a woman, I don't care who you are, my friend, you never come back in this league. But Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and his desperation to get a pass rusher said, well, you know what, America, my Cowboy fans, he's all right, he's a good boy, we're gonna get him all straightened out over here and bring him in there, which he did. So, you know, you hear a guy like Terry Bradshaw, one of the all-time Greggs, calling out Greg Hardy that way, and, and rightfully so. You know, there's no place for that in the NFL. Corey, I'm usually a guy that, you know, will give, will give someone a second chance, but after reviewing this new information on Hardy, I, 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 can't, I can't come to grips with it. I, he does not deserve to be playing in this league and representing the Shield. Um, I really don't want anything to do with him. I mean, this is the NFL, though. It's not Major League Baseball. He'd be gone if it was Major League Baseball or something like that. I mean, it's just the culture of the NFL. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. Christian. No, yeah. People have done other things and right. gotten away with it and haven't done it. I know it's 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 awful. It's horrible. But this is kind of the state of this league. It's, right. it's I mean, let's think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. 
you put together all these guys who are hopped up on a lot of hormones and, and proteins and, and all that, <laughs> and and they are very strong human beings, and they get aggressive sometimes. It's a high That's why they play sport. football. Let's yep. be honest. Yeah. It's not that football players are dangerous. They just have a more aggressive attitude than you know, just your average person. And that's fine, Corey. But there is a standard you have to uphold yourself to. You, you know, if, oh, completely. If, if you were to if you were to go out there and just say, "Oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. He, he's in the NFL. We're just going to tolerate it." Then what does that make your league become? And look, I, you know, we're we're sitting here in a studio, air conditioned, talking about you know these issues. Um, and, and Roger Goodell has at least you know after the botched Ray Rice incident tried to come down harder. And it's tough. Look, I understand that the NFL has a culture around it that other sports don't have around it. And so when you take that into consideration, it's like, okay, what we're kind of handcuffed if you're the league here. But at some point, you have to implement a precedent. Because, look, I know there's new circumstances every day, but you have to implement a precedent to stop or discourage this kind of behavior. Yeah, I mean, that's the crazy thing about it. It's uh, you're, you're You're just kind of sort of flabbergasted when a guy like Jerry Jones is yeah well it's not a, that's a dumb Jerry man. Jones for you but not a dumb man makes comments like this is our leader and and we support what he's done and and you're you're like Jerry just say he's a good football player and he's not a good guy he almost beat up one of your coaches right so I mean it's 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 the way it works we saw it with Ray Rice I mean Greg Hardy's gotten publicly uh, humiliated for this that's that's definitely something that has occurred I'm not making any excuses for him but this is it's insanity. Is it is it gonna happen? What's gonna change? Anything? I, I don't really think so. Right. Nothing's it, gonna change. It's the unfortunate. Already happened. It's unfortunate for the way that it, you know it affects the National Football League. It's unfortunate for the way that it affects that young woman. That and the he way he just carries abused. himself. Right. Is, it's just is, you know, quite frankly, just mind blowing because you look at him and he's such a good football player. If you keep your mouth shut and just be uh, uh an, it's it's not hard to be. Right, uh, a, a hardy citizen, a, a good citizen, and and not beat up people that you love, and mm. and and that sort of stuff. <laughs> right, it's not that hard. I mean, we do. It's not that hard. Most uh, the general population don't do that. Right. So you know, you look at guys like him, Josh Gordon, who, with the substance abuse problem. It's clear that these guys need help, and you know, we kind of just hope that they get the help they need. And and you know, for victims of domestic abuse, it's it's no it's no joke. It's no laughing matter. We hope that they get the help they need as well. You know, just sickening to read this article on Deadspin um, with pictures and, and testimony and, 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 and hearsay from, from but, police reports. It's just, it, it, there's no place for it in, my in point, humanity. Christian. This is my point. Yeah. Why does why do the pictures change anything? It shouldn't change anything. I think, you know, I don't, it shouldn't change anything. It's the anything, same exact but, thing that happened with but the it's Ray Rice like, thing. Ray Rice what, had a suspension, right? And then we all saw the video, right. and then it's like, Yeah, we all freak out about it. No, I agree with that, but I think... Seeing is believing for ninety percent of people in general. Um, so similar, this is a horrible. But analogy, this is the thing we don't, we don't way... react to. We don't react until we see something wrong. You see these pictures today, and everyone's like, "Whoa, I can't believe he's suspended now." Why weren't we talking about this twenty days ago, two months ago, three right. months ago when this when we knew that this was a problem? Well, I think there were people talking about it, but not the way that they are now. Exactly, and that's the problem. Right. That that it, there lies the problem. That's probably just more of a human nature thing. People don't respond until they're actually put it in front of their face. Okay. Well, that's still the problem, Christian. If, right. if, people, if this was more aware, if this was more of a pressing issue, mm -hmm. then it would eventually be stopped. You'd have NFL teams putting the pressure on to, right. to get counseling for every one of their players. Mm -hmm. Maybe every every any every NFL team should have a a, a relationship counselor. I I don't, I don't know what it is, but right. this can't happen. Mm -hmm. 
it's unfortunate, definitely, definitely unfortunate situation. But um, we are going to transition now from um, general NFL. We're going to talk about some local uh, NFL teams, the Giants and Jets. Let's start with the Giants. All right, well, tough loss last week for the G-Men, 52-49 at the Superdome in New Orleans. Um, fun game to watch if, if you like offense. If you, if you like defense, you're probably throwing up. Um, but, you know, what? let's hear more about it in my uh, Giants report. It was a wild game in New Orleans that left the Giants sporting a 4-4 record. Eli Manning threw for 350 yards and a career-high six touchdowns. Odell Beckham Jr. hauled in three of those. But it wasn't enough as the Saints marched up and down the field all day on the New York defense, coming away with a 52-49 win on a field goal as time expired. Big Blue's defense was dreadful, allowing Drew Brees a plethora of time to pick apart the depleted Giants secondary. Brees threw for seven touchdowns, tying the single-game record, and added 505 passing yards for good measure. The loss was certainly a tough one, but now, New York must turn their attention to a road game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coach Coughlin on the Bucks. Defensively, it's a Lovey Smith defense for sure. They run very well. They're very quick, quick. They're penetrators. The linebacker level is very fast. They do an outstanding job of pressuring the quarterback even with four defenders. The New York defense will play better against the Bucks. However, with the possible return of Jason Pierre-Paul this Sunday, the pass rush needs to improve. This facet of the defense is among the worst in football, and Big Blue hopes JPP can provide a spark. It remains to be seen how well Pierre-Paul can play in live action, but it's quite possible that the defense's best pass rusher has eight and a half fingers. Pressuring Jameis Winston into bad decisions will help generate the turnovers this unit is so reliant upon. On the other side of the ball, this offense needs to maintain consistency in protecting the football. Trying to establish the run game early will help take some of the pressure off Eli Manning and Odell Beckham in the passing game. At the end of the day, I think the Giants will be able to bounce back from their tough loss in New Orleans and pull out a hard-fought victory in Tampa Bay. I like the Giants in this one, 30-24. With the Giants Report, I'm Christian O'Hara, WFUV Sports. All right, all right, all right. Corey doesn't agree with that uh, that prediction. Nope. He's giving, he's shaking his head over here. Um, look, I just think that you know the way the offense kind of played last week. Look, the defense is just it's oh my god. I they're don't playing even have a much word. better defense, this right? Week. Yeah, look, they have, they're playing a much better defense, but Tampa Bay is playing a better quarterback in Eli Manning than Matt Ryan. Famous Jameis is about to get oh, more man. famous, guys. Uh, I, I disagree completely. You know, I've been playing so well. You're not sold on Mariota. I'm He's not sold been on Winston. So well. Listen, this season, it hasn't been close. Let's just be quite frank about this. It, before Mariota got hurt, before Mariota got hurt, it doesn't matter. Mariota no, no, no. was putting no, 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 out no, no, better no, no, numbers. No. Yes, he was. You, you're only remembering the first game when Mariota went crazy. Didn't if Winston have like it, five interceptions the stats, in the first two games? If you look at the stats, look at he hasn't had an interception in the last four games. Okay, all right. And early. Mariota got hurt what He's two games ago? He's playing better. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Better than we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. We got halfway. Let to go. me tell you something. The Giants are not winning this weekend. They, their defense can't stop anything. Oh, Jason Pierre-Paul, he's coming back to save things. He's gonna make everything better. No, no sorry, no. Christian, he's not. This team is not that good. They're not gonna win the division. I don't think. I think the Cowboys are gonna win the division. Wow. I'm not high wow. on the Giants. If the Cowboys, if the Cowboys lose this weekend, they're two and six, and Romo's gonna come back and lead them they to nine to and one. They need to win this weekend. They're not, they're not, probably not gonna win this weekend. But this anyway. Deal. 
I don't think the Giants are going to win this division. I'm not sold on them. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But you don't think they will. I but maybe they will. Think, maybe they won't. I think they're going to lose this week against the Tampa. Bay uh, I, I disagree completely. In I think Tampa Bay. I think they're a better football team. I think Tampa Bay. Um, look, well, yeah, maybe if they can block. If they're Eli, Eli's on pace for his best bad, year they ever. They played a bad defense last. Eli's week. on pace for his New best Orleans, year ever. Um, Eli just they scored forty nine points. How is that? How is that his fault? So it's exactly my point. How do they score forty nine points and lose the ball game? What other team does that? Right. Listen, you think they're going to go out there and give up fifty two again? That's no, asinine. But I don't think they're going to score that much this time. Why not? Because what? the Tampa Bay defense is much more. Oh, okay. Talented. So Kirk Cousins can score thirty one on them, but Eli Manning much can't. more talented, <laughs> much more talented defense than, than the New Orleans right. Saints. So Kirk Cousins can score thirty one on Tampa Bay, but Eli Where can't was do it? that. Was it in Washington? It was in Washington. Okay, Why does it there matter? you go. Why does what, it matter? What do you mean Washington's one of the harder places to play? Marcus Mariota put up thirty five in his first start on Tampa Bay's defense. Okay, it's a, it's a, so it's a you're talking team. you're talking about a guy who's Christian. won two Super Bowls and can't do that. I disagree completely. All right, that's fair enough. That's a fair point. But guess what? I think you are underestimating Jameis Winston's talent. His last four games okay. have been incredible. Very good. Mm-hmm. He's ma- he's manufactured uh, a couple good wins. I I forget who they, they beat. Did they beat the Steelers? No. That was last year. Well, I mean, the, the Tampa Bay has played very well in recent in recent weeks. Okay. Matt re- mentioned to me earlier, uh, Doug Martin's been playing a lot better. Okay. And that's something the Giants have had trouble with is, is the run. They, they, it's just... The Giants, I, I'm not sold on this. Vincent team. Jackson might not play. Safarian Jenkins might not play. So Mike Evans gonna, is good. Okay, so he's going to throw to Mike Evans 13 to 15 times a game, and they're going. That's how they're going to win. Well, who's going to cover Mike Evans? Because no one on the on the Giants can cover. DRC, no. Yeah, like sure. Oh, you, DRC, you, you didn't see that play he made last week? Oh, he made a play. That's good. He, he has he's, one play, guys. I think he's had what four four interceptions. One play, and then the world's gone. Four, the world's gone. Uh, four interceptions. Malcolm here Butler, this baby. Um, so anyway, uh, I think Corey's just a little salty that I think his boy Tom's 0-2 against the guy who, uh... The Saints, the Saints, Jaguars, and Falcons. So, so that's, that's two good wins, the Saints and the Falcons, that the Buccaneers have beat. The Saints are overrated, and the Falcons are... The Saints are 4-4. Who did the Saints beat last week, guys? I I said the Saints are overrated. That's that's all who I said. Who did the Saints beat last the week, The Giants guys? are an average football team. <laughs> The Giants are an average so, football team. By the transitive property of equality, oh if going back to geometry, if the Saints Corey, Corey's beat just the Giants speaking nonsense. and the Tampa yeah, Bay Corey's Buccaneers the tra- beat the Saints, guys, guys, my logic would tell you that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would beat the Giants. Right. And that's my so, prediction for this week. Good thing everything is decided by the transitive property of equality in the world because that's where, we, where we're at. Which is not an right, actual exactly, which is not an actual thing. I have no idea what he's talking about. The Giants will win this football game. I'm actually willing willing to bet a large amount of money on that. Um, again, we don't endorse betting here at WFUV Sports. That's, let's just be clear on that. The Giants will win this football game. They're just simply a better football team. Uh, there's no other way around it. Um, look, they're three and four. Um, look, Tampa Bay's shown flashes. The transitive property of equality. If Tampa a Bay equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. I don't know. This is football. I don't know what you're talking about. But, just explaining. Um, the Giants, if they get a if they get a pass rush, I never said that Pierre Paul was going to come in here and save things. I said he could provide a spark because Marcus Kuhn and George Selvey, that's the guys you're going to try it out there. I mean, you know, you could you you think Jason Pierre Paul is worse than Marcus Kuhn and, and George and no, Selvey? I, I think he's an improvement, right? So but so any improvement will defense. help them. Okay, yeah. So if their pass rush is terrible now, it can't get much much worse. Well, so what I'm well, saying, I hope not. Right, and so what I'm saying is their best pass rusher. Granted, he has eight and a half fingers, but he still could be their best pass rusher. Yeah. And so they get him back. 
Prince is still out a week. I just don't think he's going to make a big of a difference where it's going to actually. Hey, Corey, I'm not. I'm not saying he's going to be JJ Watt. I'm saying he can help them. I don't yeah, understand yeah. why you can't get that through. No, your head. I understand that. So I, I agree if he with can, you on that. if he can help them, if he can help them, they'll have a better shot to win the football game. And just because it's on the road, look, you saw what they did on the road in New Orleans, a, a, a place they historically struggle. And you're right. If the defense played well, if the defense could hold a lead, they were up 49-42 with seven minutes left. So. The fact that it's so improbable that they can't beat Jameis Winston, a guy who, you know, right now is playing pretty average football overall. Um, I don't see, you know, it's not like they're going in to face Tom Brady and Foxborough. That's not the case here. They're playing an NFC South team that is third place in their division, and the Giants are in first place in their division. And you better hope Tony Romo comes back really quickly for these Cowboys because they're not going anywhere. So when you take that into consideration, I just, I just view it completely differently. Um, than the way Corey sees it, but that's good. Heated debate here on NFL Friday. I love it. Now transitioning over to the Jets side of things, they suffered uh, you know, a bad loss in, o- in Oakland, another place where they historically um, don't play well. So let's hear from our Jets perspective. The New York Jets have dropped their last two games after falling 34-20 to the Raiders in Oakland. The loss drops the Jets to 4-3 and is the first time Todd Bowles has lost back-to-back games as a head coach. However, there is more to the story than just the loss. It seems as though the Jets were just going through the motions as sophomore quarterback Derek Carr lit up the gangrene. D, throwing for 333 yards and four touchdowns. Ryan Fitzpatrick left during the first drive of the game after tearing a ligament in his left thumb, giving Jet Nation their first look at Geno Smith this year. Rest easy, Jet fans. Fitzpatrick will play this week. Eric Decker on the loss. This one's tough just because it really felt like we just got flat out beat from the start, and those guys took it to us from the first nap. So we got to learn from this one. got to understand. You know, we got to play better and come out faster. The Jets return to the Meadowlands on Sunday looking to right the ship. They will host the 2-5 Jacksonville Jaguars, led by second-year gunslinger Blake Bortles. The Jags are on a 12-game road losing streak, the longest in the NFL. The offense is scattered with young weapons as Bortles looks deep to Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, while rookie TJ Yeldon gets the brunt of the carries on the ground. Facing a young team built similarly to Oakland, the defensive struggles are the biggest point of concern for Dan Green. The Jets have not forced a turnover in the past two losses after recording 15 during the team's 4-1 start. Will Gangreen D return to their level of dominance, or will the struggles continue, resulting in a third straight loss? I believe Gangreen will return home and get back to their winning ways. My prediction, Jets 27, Jaguar 17. Covering the... I'm Matthew Crow, WFUV Sports. All right, always a great job there by Matthew Crow. It's a shame he has a squash tournament. He couldn't be here today, but, you know, our best wishes to Matt, as always. So the Jets play the Jaguars, you know, a team on paper, like we said, they should beat, I guess, by the transitive property, they should beat them. I don't really know if I have a chart in front of me that explains who the Jaguars beat. I think they beat the Bills, who I guess the, the Bills are going to play the Jets soon. So if the Jets beat the Jaguars, then maybe the Jets should beat the Bills I'm by that property. Um so, you know, I think that's something... See, with the Patriots, it doesn't work because the Patriots just beat everyone, so there's no... Right, except really except the Giants when it matters. But anyway, uh, that's a story for a different day. What do you think about the, uh, the the Jets' chances this weekend? I think they're a lot better than the Giants. 
Oh, uh, okay. All I right, think that fine. this defense is very good. I that's think fine. the Jets are kind of coming in their own. I don't know what the situation with – what's who's starting this week? Is it Fitzpatrick? Uh, I don't know. You you could Google that, I think. Um, Yeah, I, I, I just I, – I think the Jets' defense is good enough to, to beat a bad Jacksonville team, quite frankly. I don't know what happened last week. I, I, I think the Jets played really well against the Patriots, kind of were very confident, and then – um, and then they just kind of relaxed against mm-hmm. the Raiders and got beat. Right. Um, Derek Carr, one of the young quarterbacks in this NFL, um, very good, very good quarterback here from that draft class. I, th- I think it was the Bortles Bridgewater draft class. So, look, you know the Raiders played well at home. The Jets kind of, you know, they were riding high. Tough loss in New England, um, but you know it, it, it looked like the Jets kind of could improve on that stature going into Oakland and beating a team that you know. Probably going into the game that they could have competed with, and honestly, I thought that they were probably going to beat the Raiders. But Derek Carr shows up, beats them pretty, uh, pretty handily. To be honest with you, Geno, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt. Geno Smith comes into the ball game, he gets hurt, but finishes out the game. So Fitzpatrick is the starter this week, and um, yeah, I, there's no, there's no way the Jets should lose this game. If the Jets lose this game, um, you know, it's just it's just a very very bad loss against a team that you know they have no business losing to. Um, while Blake Bortles is improved, um, that Jet defense should have its way with with Bortles. There's no way that you know that group of Jaguars will be able to beat that secondary of the Jets. Look, Robinson's a good receiver, Hearns is a good receiver, but there's no comparison when it ta- when you're talking about Revis. I mean, Cromartie has a tendency to get beat, but you know he's he's a good player there as well. So boy, how impressive is Amari Cooper? Yeah, he's uh, he's he's been he's been really good, you know, in consideration for rookie of the year there. Um I think he leads rookies with about five hundred eighty six receiving made yards. Look silly, which is yeah, happen yeah he that did. Happen this week. He did. Um so look the Jets need a bounce back win. They're at home. I think they get it. Um obviously, you know, foreshadowing my pick here um for that segment, our favorite segment of the show here on NFL Friday. I mean there's not a whole lot to talk about when you when when you're dissecting this game. Can the Jets defense Get enough pressure on Bortles. Can they create turnovers? And, and and if you're the Jaguars, from a Jaguars fan's perspective, can your defense do enough to limit Chris Ivory? And Chris Ivory had an off game against New England. Um, that's no surprise. They are very athletic front seven. But look, the Jaguars, they're just not one of one of the NFL's better teams. And so all things taken into account, I like the Jets in this one. Corey, your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. No. I mean it's it's the Jag- the Jaguars are really just aren't intimidating at all, especially at home against a good defense. Uh, if you're the Jets, I'd pick them for fantasy. Uh, fantasy uh, defense, right? I mean, yeah. I, I expect a lot of turnovers, a lot of right. pressure from that that front seven. I mean, you got a very good secondary in Cromartie and Darrell Revis, who can definitely take it back. So I, if, if I'm a fantasy uh, you know, owner this week, I would definitely start the defense. Are you guys concerned at all that Chris Ivory so, has a total of 58 yards in the last two weeks? When you take into account, Corey, like you said, you know, starting the Jets' defense – um, you know, that's a good call. Um, but on the other side of the football, you know, Chris Ivory has had a total of 58 yards in the last few weeks here. Um, does that make you concerned at all here, you know, heading into this game, or is this a, a great opportunity for a bounce back? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would imagine it's a, it's, it's a good week for a bounce back. I, I'm just I'm not sure what's going on. Interestingly enough, against the Patriots, they didn't really need him that much. Fitzpatrick played really well. You would think that the way with the way Fitzpatrick has played, it would open up a little more running back uh, running opportunities for Chris Ivory. It just hasn't. 
Um, do we know where Stephen Ridley is? Is he out for the year? I think uh, the Jets activated him, but you know he's he's been dealing with some nagging injuries. I mean, yeah, he, he fumbled been, the football. I was curious about him because he's 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 a potentially very good running. Back. He 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 was he showed flashes in New England. I think he got on Bill's bad side because he fumbled too much. Um, so look, yeah, like like you said, he's a very good talent. It just um, when is he going to see the field you know, under Todd Bowles? They clearly have their guy in Ivory, but Ridley would be a nice change of pace back. Although Ivory has shown flashes that he has gotten even faster. To be honest with you. Um, over these past couple years. So a good game, or maybe not such a good game, to be honest with everyone at, listening. At MetLife there, I think the Jets win handily. Um, but Corey was talking about fantasy, and that's where we are headed next. It's time for some fantasy football talk. Who are the best picks around the NFL? Plus, start them and sit them to help you win your league. All right, all right, all right. We're going to do things a little bit differently this week. Uh, we're, you know, Corey and I are going to be here in studio, Matt, behind the glass, talking with us. We're going to update everybody here on our WFUV Fantasy Football League that, you know, us guys at the station um, have partaken in. And um, I think right now my record sits at 5-3. and three. Not sure what your guys' records are. 7-1. and 7-1, one. and one, Matt Morrow, one. first place. Of the league. Four and four. Four and four. Corey sitting at 500. Certainly time to correct that and right well, the ship. Corey was like leading the league in points for a little while. Right, but, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just bad matchups. And I see Brendan Bowers back there in the studio. He's giving he's me He's been gloating up. for he, yeah, he it. Yeah. Like, oh I have the third most points in our league. It's just it, sometimes it's, it's four and four. It's a fit. It's fourth it's a, most. It's fourth a product most, of bad matchups. Bowers has the most. Yeah. And, and Bowers has gotten really unlucky. Um, and, but he got lucky. Uh, Bowers does not have the most. Oh. Does he? Does he? He's over 900. I have 920. Morrow has oh, the most, but Bowers has among the most. Which is why I'm in first place. So I was playing Bowers this weekend, and I sat uh, Eli Manning in favor of Aaron Rodgers, and boy, what a mistake that was. <laughs> so I'm going into the Monday night yeah, game. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, bo- going into the Monday night game, I have T.Y. Hilton, which, honestly, I should have seen this coming because Andrew Luck has just been awful this year. He's not played up to his potential. Um you, you, you look at that, I'm like, okay, maybe T.Y. has 50, 60 yards receiving and a touchdown against that Carolina defense defense nope guy has one catch for 15 yards and 67 minutes of football i lose to bowers by 10 bowers sends me a text the next morning i think it was like 8 30 in the morning something he, he was really excited to be yeah me. he like doesn't sleep yeah so um you know that that's that i think i i think Corey, you and i think you're in my division well Corey, um, Corey may have just given up at this point why he started three dudes on the bye this week Oh wow. yeah! See, this is the problem. With, not only, not well, only I mean, was, I understand because no, I'm in like explain. five different leagues. Yeah, this isn't. I, I'm, I apologize. Yeah, guys. just it's get just the not app. My number one league. Just it's, throw the app on the phone, man. I know? have it. I just forget. I honestly, I it's not my. I have another team that's doing very. I will well. say. I will say. I'm in first place in two of my four leagues. I'm in the playoff match. Playoff picture in another league, but the league that I want to win the most. You're not. I'm well. in last place. What so. um. It's so, not even not win. I don't want to. I want to win that one the most. I just don't want to lose because they Tyrod do sackle Taylor. bowl of that one. Yeah, you you, you kind of Tony to. Romo got hurt and that really hurt me. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that um, Jerry. Doing yeah, listen. Come back. He's always good. At you're the sitting end. at five. It's not like it's not like you're Luke Palmer and you're sitting there under five hundred at three and five. <laughs> who has been on this podcast as right. the fantasy expert? As the fantasy quite, expert, quite who start. Times. However, though, I will give him his props. You know, we like to have fun with Luke here. He started out zero and five. Yeah, and he won three straight. So, you know, listen, I mean, maybe things are looking up for, uh, we'll put it this way. For Mr. Um, But, you know, a lot of that has to do with just matchups. And and if you get a good matchup, 
you're you're gonna win you're gonna win, you know, in terms of points. Like 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 you said, Corey, you've scored a lot of points and you just haven't been able to win because some guys go off that week. Same thing for Bowers. Moro, you seem to be dominating though. What's give us dominating. your lineup here? Give us your if you ha- if you have it on on the computer so screen there. I got lucky in a couple of a couple of leagues. Right. Uh, my, my primary, I, I drafted Ben Roethlisberger. He's usually pretty solid. Right. But uh, my backup in multiple leagues, Philip Rivers. That was the beginning of the year. Philip Rivers is the wow. number two okay. fantasy wow. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on. Um, he was on the bench. He he was my guy that I said, okay, if Ben gets hurt, which he did, or you know who better on a Classic. bye week than Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers just throws the ball over the field. I'm a little bit concerned now that uh, Keenan Allen, I guess. Broke his kidney Gone. and he's out for the year. Broke his kidney. Yeah, I think that's how that works. <laughs> that's a new one, Matt. I'm not a math guy. Um, <laughs> so, Matt, you know what? One guy I want to ask you about on your sure. roster is uh, Charkandrick West. Yeah, baby. How's he um, been doing? What was that thinking? Well, he is the backup to Mr. Jamal Charles, and uh, not anymore because Jamal Charles went out for the year. And uh, I had Niall Davis in a bunch of leagues because Niall Davis has been the popular handcuff guy yeah, for, see, I thought he for a was while. The guy. Right. And then Niall Davis just didn't end up being the guy once he went down. And, I mean, West has come in. He he had a rough week the first week he tried to fill in. But then after that, he's been putting up double digits and double digits. I tried to get him in every league. I was able in this league. I certainly didn't have him as my handcuff right away. That was Niall Davis. But it kind of shows you that – you know, guys, you draft early on. You never know. Le'Veon just, Bell's done for the year. Yeah, Charles went out for the year a couple weeks before, and Niall Davis, who I know in a bunch of leagues, is a guy who always goes in every draft just because Charles always goes down. He doesn't. He doesn't even end up being a factor anymore. And West has certainly helped me out. He had 17 points last week. He's been a high double-digit guy for a few weeks now. So you take all those things into consideration, Matt. It really is just kind of a luck of the draw type thing. Uh, you know, I like to call it a crapshoot. It, it really is just what it is, fantasy football. It's fun. It, it makes for, you know, competitive um, rivalries and things like that with your friends. Um, but for me personally, my roster, I, I've liked, you know, I, I'm not a guy that's big on running backs. I, I like to stack up on wideouts. But the one pick that has just completely disappointed me all year is Andre Johnson. I think yeah. he scored one or two touchdowns this year. Well, it goes and back just, to what you were saying about Andrew Luck. It's just, yeah, just yeah, they're just not a, can't believe not a good team. Look and 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 you look at them and they're tied for first in their division at three and five. So look, oh, it, that's the craziest yeah. thing. That that team yeah. can heat up later and be fine. Yeah, but they're not. They look so. Terrible. They don't. They don't look good oh. right now. But it's a, look. It's a week to week league. And, and look, you have divisions. And, and this is why people don't like divisions. I would sit Andrew Luck for three games. I, yeah, look, I when when two of the three wins are Hasselbeck. Yeah, look, when, when you take he's things hurt. into consideration. Yeah, hurt. I agree. He's hurt. I mean, he's bad. He's hurt more than they're letting on. But when you take that, when you take when you take a look at that and you step back. This is why people kind of don't like divisions. Um, so you're rewarding teams with a home playoff game. If if if, yeah. if 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 Indianapolis Matt finishes seven and nine, and let's say you know somehow for for God knows what reason the Jets don't make the playoffs at ten and six, right? If I was a Jet fan, I'd be extremely mad. Well, and you should be, but at the same time, I feel like it just balances it, itself out. I guess a no, while. I agree with that. I agree and with that. But I mean, know. I think it's, it's just the kind of thing system. that we've. We've kind of, in every sport, just grown to have yeah, divisions yeah. be more prevalent. And right. as we've added more teams, we've had And the rivalries are great. I love the rivalries. Exactly. And so, I think that's, that's uh, why you do I it. I think it's yeah. a thing in football, too, that matters more than any other sport. Because yeah. we love Giants-Cowboys. Right. We love Patriots-Jets. Right. You know, we, we love all these rivalries. And AFC South, we don't really feel it as much because no. there's a couple of newer teams in there. And the best team at division Got plays ex- in Indiana. Expansion which is in Central South. over there. Yeah, seriously. But, I mean, you look at the... AFC North, and you've got Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, four teams that absolutely despise each other. 
and that's really fun. So I think football, more than any other sport, shows you the benefit yeah. of divisions. And I that's think point. it happens, you know, it doesn't happen often enough where one team gets particularly screwed that if we really need to change it. I, I know I'm we're, no, we're I on football, I know we're on football here, and I'm just still getting out of baseball mode. <laughs> but we had this whole argument, uh, Tara and I, a couple the of wild times card about the wild card right? yeah. in the Central and that the top three teams came out of the NL Central. And then the Pirates with the 98 wins, second most in baseball, they don't even get to play more than one game. But how often does that present an issue? If it's every year, then I hear you. But I don't think it happens every year where something needs to to really change. And even last year, look, Carolina was the team that went in with seven wins. Look at them now. They turned on at the end of the year. They were good at the end of last year. And, yeah, they got a game against a Cardinals team on their third-string quarterback. But – they were a team that played well enough to deserve a game at the end of the year, and then they've parlayed that into a really good start of this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bad Carolina team last year gets in with seven wins, gets right. a home game, and they, they but it wasn't the end of the right. world. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it I also tend to, adds yeah. for for more. It, it doesn't add for dominance. Truthfully, right, yeah. like you can. I mean, obviously, you can say the Patriots have been playing in a bad in a bad division for a while, so they're but they would good, you know, but, but they would be that good in any division. Yeah, exactly. Presumably, so you have, yes. You have other teams that exactly like Carolina who maybe wouldn't make the playoffs generally and then they do and then they win a playoff game and that's kind of cool yeah it's it's all about parity i think especially today you know people don't want to see kind of like the nba you know the same teams winning the right. same franchises kind of going to the top and, and and winning um so you know you don't have that problem in the nfl um but yeah look you know in terms of in terms of that situation um that's something that you know i'm sure owners will visit um but we'll get to that at a later date and that's for that's a discussion for another day but now let's get to the picks Let's look into the crystal ball for some weekly NFL predictions. All right, all right, all right. Pick segment here, our favorite on NFL Friday. And, uh, Corey, let's start with the Jets and the Jaguars. Um, I like the Jets in this one. This is easy. Jets over the Jaguars. Antonio Cromartie returns a pick to the house. Darrell Revis returns a pick to the house. Wow. Jets, big. Matt, who do you have back there? Jets, Jaguars? I think I know where you're leaning on. I this mean, one. you guys have been talking down the Jaguars all afternoon. It's hard to pick them at that point. But I'll go with the Jets. I'm going to have to agree with Matt and I'll go with the Jets on this one too. All right, so a clean sweep here for the Jets. Giants game. I like the Giants. Corey likes the Bucks. Matt, who do you have? <sighs> I want to pick the Giants. I do. I'm going to pick them. Their offense was, right. was really good last week. Their defense was even worse than how good the how offense good, right, was. Right, right. But Winston, while he has been good, and I might side with Corey that Winston's been a little better than Mariota. We'll revisit Listen, bro, the year. full sample size. Winston is not Drew Brees, so I think Agreed. the Giants will Winston be is no okay Drew Brees. this week. Uh, Christian, you know I bleed blue, so of I'm going to obviously have to go with the Giants. Uh, Landon Khan's going to take his first pick back. Ooh, for touchdown. wow, bold prediction wow, here. Bold, a lot, of, a lot of interceptions here, a lot of pick sixes. All right, let's go to Green Bay and Carolina, a team we were talking about here uh, on NFL Friday, the Carolina Panthers. They're a very good football team, but I think Aaron Rodgers bounces back, goes into Carolina, and shows Cam Newton who's boss. Guess what? It's 60 degrees and partly cloudy in Carolina. If it was rainy, I might side with the Cam train. Nope, Green Bay. Right. This one. Green Bay in the studio. What about behind the glass, guys? Uh, I'm a huge Rodgers guy. Me too, I think yeah. he's embarrassed with the way that that team lost to Denver. So I got to say, A.A. Ron is going to get back on the winning track. He's about to double-check that. A.A. Ron, Rich, who do you have? I'm going to have to go with a huge upset of Indianapolis over Denver and Indy. 
Only because Wait, Payne. Well, we were picking the Green Bay uh, Packers oh, and the Carolina Panthers, but he's getting he's getting too. You're getting I'm excited. Get, I'm getting here. too hyped. My bad. I'm getting too hyped. I'm gonna have to go with Matt and Gru with pa uh, the Packers. Go with the Packers. You okay. Know. All right. So Everybody's gonna come back. So clean sweep here, and so all right. Let's go in reverse order. Rich has the Colts in the Colts Denver game. That's the 425 game. Rich has the Colts and the huge upset. Matt, who do you have? Uh, well, Rich, as overzealous as he was, he was. He's trying to convince me. He's trying, but I can't I can't go with him yet. I'm going Denver. Denver. Corey, who do you have? Denver, Indianapolis. Uh, this is the one you just feel like an upset's coming. Could go either just way. because it's Denver Could against go Indianapolis. Either way. Nah. Denver's defense, like I said, is, right. is about to maybe take Peyton to a, another Super Bowl, which is, like, scary. But, yeah, Denver's very good. I'm going to pick them. I'm going to go with Denver in a tight football game, very close. I think, um, you know, Indianapolis threatens at the end, but I think Denver will pull it out. Something like 23-17. Maybe an ugly football game. Who knows? And our last pick, uh, Philly and Dallas. This is a tough one for me because Philly overrated. Not very good football team. Dallas, they have Matt Castle at quarterback. So it, it's basically just, you know, might, might as well be another Thursday night football game. A laugher. I'm going to go with Philadelphia on the road. I think that Bradford and Murray will do enough to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are desperate enough to get one, at least one win in the right. next two games okay. before Tony comes back. If they can get one, their playoff chances are a heck of a lot better. I think than desperation against you know their former guy in DeMarco Murray, Dallas gets the job done. They are at home, so it's not inconceivable. Matt, who do you have? I think Dallas has to get back on the winning track at some point as well. They're too talented. And they were the best team in this division before Roma got hurt. Maybe they start to show it again. I say Dallas. Wow. All right. So, Rich, who do you have? I hate both teams, but I hate oh, I the hate Eagles more than the Cowboys. So, go Cowboys. All right. So, he has the Cowboys. I'm the only one on the Eagles train. So, if the Eagles lose, this puts them to 3-5. and five. And if the Giants lose, they will lead the division at 3-4-5. and excuse me, four and five. So, the NFC East, not a very good division either. Um, and we're upset picks here. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think Derek Carr is a very, very good quarterback. He's going to go into Pittsburgh and say, hey, Ben, not so fast, buddy. I like the Oakland Raiders by four over the Pittsburgh Steelers. I already talked about this, but, hey, I, I was going to pick Washington over New England. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a joke. That's not even going to be close. I already said it. We talked about it. Jameis Winston coming in. It's going to be one. It's probably one of his probably the biggest games so far of his young career against mm -hmm. the Giants. I expect him to keep improving, continuing uh, to to play really well down there in Tampa Bay. G-Men, not impressing me. Buccaneers win. Matt, who do you have? Upset you, pick of the week. Great minds think alike. Alike is Oakland is definitely going to go into nice. Pittsburgh nice. and take down Big Van. Derek Carr I is like going it. to be a legit starting quarterback in this league. If he's not there already, we saw that right, against listen, the Jets. I think he's on his way. Cooper is going to have a field day. Who's going to cover him? The Jets are not a bad team. No, they're not. The listen, Jets they, are not a bad team. They, 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 beat, they, a, they beat, beat an above-average football team at their place, something yeah, that I mean, listen, they're, they're playing Raider, with an right. injured Fitzpatrick and Geno Smith during that game, but Oakland is not a bad team Matt, either. previous Raider teams would not have won that game. Definitely not, and there's been a couple of games that they've come close. Denver game, they're going to they're gonna look back and regret at the end of this year. They wanted to beat that Broncos team at home, but right. I'm going Oakland over Pittsburgh again. My man, Rich, you want to say it again? You... Yeah, you know, because Matt told me a little later, but I'm right, still going to rock. It's my fault that he, he jumped the gun on that pick earlier, but he's so uh, he's I'm so still going to rock with Indy over Denver. All right, so Rich Gene, Rich John, however you say it, Rich, for good measure. Uh, Indy over Denver. That is it for Week 9 NFL Friday. I'm Christian O'Hara. 
Corey Miller for Corey Miller signing off. Podcast you actually listen to online, WFEVsports.org. This has been One-on-One's NFL Friday, only on WFUVsports.org. Join us next week as we take you around the NFL. We'll see you then.